Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue with our year-long journey reading the diary of St. Maria Faustina Kowalska from beginning to end. Today, we take up from where we left off, beginning with diary entry number 663. July 22nd. Oh my Jesus, I know that a person's greatness is evidenced by his deeds and not by his words or feelings. It is the works that have come from us that will speak about us. My Jesus, do not allow me to daydream, but give me the courage and strength to fulfill your holy will. Jesus, if you wish to leave me in uncertainty, even to the end of my life, may your holy name be blessed. June. O my Jesus, how immensely I rejoice at the assurance you have given me that the congregation will come into being. I no longer have the least shadow of a doubt about this, and I see how great is the glory which it will give to God. It will be the reflection of God's greatest attribute, that is, his divine mercy. Unceasingly, they will intercede for divine mercy for themselves and for the whole world, and every act of mercy will flow from God's love, that love with which they will be filled to overflowing. They will strive to make their own this great attribute of God and to live by it and to bring others to know it and to trust in the goodness of the Lord. This congregation of divine mercy will be in God's church like a beehive in a magnificent garden, hidden and meek. The sisters will work like bees to feed their neighbors' souls with honey, while the wax will flame for the glory of God. June 29, 1936. Father Andras told me to make a novena for the intention of knowing better the will of God. I prayed ardently, adding a certain bodily mortification. Towards the end of the novena, I received an inner light and the assurance that the congregation will come into being and that it is pleasing to God. Despite the difficulties and adversities, complete peace and strength entered my soul from on high. I understood that nothing could resist or nullify the will of God. I understood that I must carry out this will of God despite obstacles, persecution, and sufferings of all kinds, and despite natural repugnance and fear. I understood that all striving for perfection and all sanctity consists in doing God's will. Perfect fulfillment of God's will is maturity in sanctity. There is no room for doubt here. To receive God's light and recognize what God wants of us and yet not do it is a great offense against the majesty of God. Such a soul deserves to be completely forsaken by God. It resembles Lucifer, who had great light, but did not do God's will. An extraordinary peace entered my soul when I reflected on the fact that, despite great difficulties, I had always faithfully followed God's will as I knew it. O Jesus, grant me the grace to put your will into practice as I have come to know it, O God. July 14th. 
I received a letter at three o'clock from Father Sopochko. O Jesus, you alone know what I suffer, but I will keep silent and will not say anything about it to any creature, because I know that no one will comfort me. You are everything to me, O God, and your holy will is my nourishment. I am living now on what I will live on in eternity. I have great reverence for St. Michael the Archangel. He had no example to follow in doing the will of God, and yet he fulfilled God's will faithfully. July 15th. During Holy Mass, I offered myself completely to the Heavenly Father through the sweetest heart of Jesus. Let him do as he pleases with me. Of myself I am nothing, and in my misery I have nothing of worth, so I abandon myself into the ocean of your mercy, O Lord. July 16th. I am learning how to be good from Jesus, from him who is goodness itself, so that I may be called a daughter of the Heavenly Father. This morning, when someone hurt my feelings, I tried in that suffering to unite my will to the will of God and I praised God by my silence. In the afternoon, I went for a five-minute adoration, when suddenly I saw the crucifix. I have on my breast come alive. Jesus said to me, My daughter, suffering will be a sign to you that I am with you. My soul was greatly moved by these words. Here, St. Faustina offers a prayer to Jesus, asking for courage and strength. She even accepts being left in uncertainty till the end of her life, if that is Jesus' holy will. She then writes a prayer in thanksgiving for the reassurance she received that the new congregation would come to be. She writes that Father Andras asked her to make a novena to more clearly come to know God's will. And she writes that the assurances about the new congregation came towards the end of the novena. God likes us to persevere in prayer, and sometimes he gives us the grace only at the end of our prayer. She received light again about the importance of doing God's will. It is the key to our striving for holiness. St. Faustina also writes here of the sufferings she endures that only God knows completely. She wrote this in response to a letter she received from Father Sopochko. Perhaps in that letter she found out that she wouldn't be able to meet with him too often. She offered herself to the Lord during Mass, and she also writes of learning how to be good from Jesus. Someone hurt her feelings. She suffered, but she sought to unite her will to God's will. Jesus reveals to her from the cross that when she suffers, this will be a sign that Jesus is with her. She has a very special vocation as a victim soul to offer her sufferings and her sacrifices to Jesus. We should all strive to unite our sufferings with those of Jesus on the cross. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. 
If you have enjoyed this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help other people throughout the world find St. Faustina's Diary in a Year. Remember, Jesus promised St. Faustina in Diary number 1075, Souls who spread the honor of divine mercy are protected by God like an infant by a gentle mother. Please help us spread the message of divine mercy. Thank you, and God bless you. Visit shopmercy.org to order your copy of Divine Mercy in My Soul, the diary of St. Maria Faustina Kowalska. It's available in print in English, Spanish, and Polish, and in English as an e-book, available now on shopmercy.org. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit DivineMercyPlus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's DivineMercyPlus.org.